The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Are You Afraid? Scream Queens, the unofficial Scream Queens internet radio show exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Sunday, December 6th. 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Scream Queens. Later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit Fox series' casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Special announcement, this week we begin Poppy Chulo Radio's year-long celebration honoring PoppyChuloRadio.com's five-year anniversary. So please welcome my fantastic co-hosts. First up, when you're ready to do the deed, be careful because he's not going to do it with you because he's a murderer. It's Wilson Hammond Jr. Oh, you know it. I'm going to murder it in two different ways. Hello. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. ching There you go. Wilson's snatching virginities left and right. Perfect. Hide your kids, hide your wife. I was going to say that, but then I didn't want to say the kids part because I didn't want him to sound like Jared from Subway. Well, that is true. <laughs> and you hear him talking right now. He was uh, bequeathed a large box of lube. And we all know what he's going to do with it. It's Prince Rico Suave. Absolutely. And you don't just bequeath a box of lube to an acquaintance. That's true. They're secret gay lovers. Um, man. Um, yeah, in fact, you use the word bequeath. <laughs> I love that word. Oh my god, like I'm so amped that Chad used that word. I was it like, like he said bequeath. I'm surprised, That's what... <laughs> I'm surprised he knew that word. There is a T words, uh, I guess, and fancy rich people words. And since you hear her, she survived a poisoning, a uh, cryogenetic freezing. And a near, not really, drowning, it's Priscilla. Better than Rasputin. Hey, y'all. Yes. Better than Rasputin. Nice. I heard that was your nickname in the hood. Yup. <laughs> Gangsta. She is. She's the OG Rasputin. She was Rasputin before Rasputin. Maybe not. So let's jump into our recap of episode 
111, titled Black Friday, and aired on December 1st, 2015. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. The Chanel's head to a nearby shopping center to celebrate Black Friday, but the Red Devil awaits and attacks the girls with a crossbow, but manages to only maim Chanel and murder a uniform police officer, Wes Pete and Grace go to the police to report Gigi's death, only to find that the entire police department has been fired due to wasting resources, and that Denise has been appointed the new chief of police. Chad brings Pete to the Dickie Dollar Scholar's house and reveals that Boone left most of his possessions to Pete, despite the fact that the two barely knew each other. Chad suspects that Boone and Pete were gay lovers. However, Pete admits that Boone was his source for a story about the negative effects of the Greek system. In response to Boone's friendship, Chad decides to offer Pete, who once tried to pledge the scholars, membership, but he refuses. Recovering from her injury, Chanel decides that the only appropriate course of action is to murder Dean Munch, assumed by everyone to be the killer. But Munch survives both an attempted poisoning and 30 minutes in a cryogenic stall. Pete enlists Wes to help investigate Gigi's past, and they discover that Gigi was just an alias. Her birth name was Jess Meyer, the sister of Amy, another of the Kappa members from 1995, who later committed suicide after her role in the bathtub incident, giving Gigi her motive to destroy Kappa. Content with his new discovery, Pete decides he will finally begin writing his story, as the only remaining piece of the puzzle is the identity of the remaining Red Devil. But he then begins acting suspiciously and decides to flee the campus for an unknown reason. Grace intervenes and tells him she wants to have sex with him, but he protests that he doesn't want Grace to lose her virginity to... A murderer. Brum, brum, brum. So let's get everyone's initial reaction to the episode Black Friday. And we'll start off with Priscilla. Oh my god. Anything that's usually like a Grace and Pete centric episode makes me yawn. This was like almost three fourths Grace and Pete. And I was just kind of like, when is this like Grace drama going to be over? Why the hell is she getting the sex talk at like. 18 or something what the book 50 i know like i i don't know this this was my least favorite episode out of like the bunch the only thing that saved it was chanel and um oh i forgot what her name is denise Denise hemphill yes yes oh denise she's our spirit animal yes prince continue on what were your initial thoughts on the episode i was gonna you so on one point oh yeah I felt like I'm watching, like, the early childhood of Alex. Grace is, like, Alex. Oh, my gosh. In college. American Horror I'm Story just, crossover apocalypse. I'm, I'm just going to keep saying that. Like, this is we're watching Alex's college years. She's so lame. So, <laughs> she, Almost Alex, as good as Saved by the Bell, the college years. Ooh, that was lame, too. I know. Um, yeah, like, this, the whole Grace aspect and Pete was lame. The only thing that was funny about Pete, like, was certain aspects. But I'm like, it was lame. Um, Chanel was funny. I'm like, Chanel and um, Dean Munch, like, that whole dynamic, the whole sorority aspect, that was, I like that part. I like everything except for the Grace and Pete. I could have did without that. Even if it dropped, like, little hints and 
gave little clues. I'm like, I still could have did without that. I, I could have waited till the finale without those clues. That's how bad I didn't want them in the episode. Well, there you go. Wilson, your thoughts on the episode. So we went an entire, what was it, 24 minutes and some odd seconds minus commercials. And I didn't get any great deaths. So, I mean, the cop got whacked, but eh, nobody I wanted to see go, go. So we know where I'm starting off with. But I did like that this was minus that god-awful hat. So even though we had to look at her the majority of the time. Jay Day got it, though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It looked good on her. Yeah, it did. She manages to make stupid hats look okay. Yeah, maybe because she owns them. Grace doesn't really own being Grace, but Zayday owns being Zayday, so it's kind of... And she's got swag. Yeah. So, but it did, like like, uh, Prince said, you know, there was, although there were some clues dropped, I could have waited on the... Like, at this point, like, that's all that we really care about is who the Red Devil is, the you know what I mean? So, like, everything else is just kind of stalling us out until then. In my opinion, like, this is equal to another episode in the season where we... Hey, what, what week was that? Blanking right now. It was, like, the second or but, the third episode that you were just kind of like, there's not enough killing. Like, there was nothing. Yeah, and so it's kind of that vibe, like, there... But the, the saving grace was like the kind of little random things, like, hey, I didn't think of that. And, oh, you threw that out, and that's the theory that we were all playing. I think the, on the episode that you didn't like was the one where there wasn't any progress in the episode. It was uh, the Dean killed her, um, yeah, her ex. That one, that one, that's the episode. Yes, sir. Yeah. So about, I feel about that way about it. But at the same time, I mean, it had its good pieces. We'll get to that, I guess. Um, Thank you for Denise coming in and uh, shout out to Dean Munch once again this week for doing her best uh, serial killer comeback from the dead impression. So she thought she was Michael Myers in the flesh for real today. So shout out to Dean Munch. Yes, she was. Nice uh, callback, Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see that until now. She really can't be killed. She cannot. I liked the episode. I thought it was a fun episode. It was light on the killings, yes, and it was light on a lot of stuff that we probably really wanted to happen, but I was still thoroughly entertained. I thought the one-liners were pretty good. Love seeing Denise. Yes, it was a lot of Grace and Pete, and yes, for some reason, they decided to make Pete all extra suspicious in an episode, which I thought was fascinating, but they kind of have been doing that with all the other characters, so I guess it was Pete's turn. I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing. I don't know if they're trying to make him extra suspicious to all of a sudden then at the end say oh it wasn't him it's really candle vlogger bum, bum, bum. Dun, 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 dun. that is my theory and i am sticking to it there you go but well, we'll but hear have- more about that towards the end of the episode what were you gonna say prince okay were you gonna were you gonna give your own theory already no i was gonna burst it's fucking grace man i was gonna burst bubbles Okay, don't burst bubbles until after uh, um, no. we have um, predictions. Give her a little hope. <laughs> Give her hope a little bit before you start bursting her bubble. I leave my Priscilla alone. Aww. Yeah. So before we start bursting bubbles, let's actually get into the meat of uh, the episode. So we kick off the episode right after the horrific uh, GG served up for Thanksgiving dinner cliffhanger from the last episode. And we all know what happens after we eat or not eat uh, Thanksgiving dinner, right? 
It's Black, Black Friday. Friday, which is Chanel's most favorite non Chanelloween holiday of the year. We see why she likes the holiday. She loves paying employees to get into the store 30 minutes early. She buys all the good stuff, leaving just one. She loves the hippo parade and watching people in their sweatpants getting trampled. Who doesn't love that on Black Friday? You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of that YouTube video of that poor lady getting trampled and her wig falls off. But then she gets up and she dusts her wigs off and puts it back on and heads into the store. So if you've never seen it, YouTube it. It's hashtag classic and hashtag masterpiece so they're ready to leave all the chanels to get their black friday on but dean munch steps in and she's like you know i'm gonna be you know like the only like the mother figure that you never had you know you're gonna get your ass into the living room you're on timeout you're not leaving because people are trying to kill people they're snatching wigs you know snatching kids everything you have to stay safe Seriously, and Chanel you thought that was gonna work. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's Chanel. No. Even if it is Dean Munch. Like Basically. And they're not shit. children. They're adults. So the Dean has no control over them. And of course she gives her theory. You now she thinks that the Dean is the killer. So they'll be out there. The killer will be here. They'll be fine. So they leave and they head to the mall. And while they're at the mall, the Chanel's have, or I should say, Chanel has an epiphany. Because before, she used to buy gifts for her friends that were very cheap, bargain basements, you know, the cheaper the better. And then she would get herself a fancy schmancy gift. But uh, while she's chatting with the other Chanel's, you know, uh, in particular about what the other Chanel's got her for Christmas, something that they assume she would like. She finally realizes that, you know what, I need to stop buying gifts for people that are cheap, you know, to make them suffer. I need to start buying people that I care about gifts that they will actually like. So they're ready to leave Black Friday and head to the nearest car dealership because she's going to get pink Jeeps for everybody. You know, who cares about Black Friday? Let's get some pink Jeeps. So as they are ready to leave the mall, everyone disappears, basically. There are no shoppers in the mall on Black Friday, which was fascinating. I mean, wouldn't they have noticed that? All the stores are closed, the lights are being turned off, and they're locked in the mall. They try to leave portion on number five. You know, she tries to open the door. There's like a chain on it. She tries to attempt to, I guess, squeeze through the chains. And oh. Chanel's like, really? You're going to try that? Oh, my God. I was so worried about her. I was so worried they were going to pull a Resident Evil and just like slice that hand off. Oh, that would be cl hashtag classic right there. <laughs> so, and she stops trying to do that, and then we have the Chanel's screaming, and then Chanel number five turns around, and the Red Devil is outside with a crossbow. She screams. They all start running. They get on. I believe it was the escalator, right? Wait, the girls? Yeah. Do they run to the escalators, or do they just run straight forward? They run straight forward. Like they're the ones that escape that get out of. Um... Well, no, they run first. They run they somewhere run first. The escalators. Yeah, they, they run, run down. down yeah, they do run down the escalators. They run out like, under and then that. they run into the red devil. We see the red devil there, and so they run again, and they find. Um, I don't know if that's like a storefront that still has like the the you know that chain yeah, door type of thing that they open. pull down. It was like, it was like it halfway was like open. Door. Yeah, four no three of the girls go under there with all their belongings. Chanel jumps 
drops her belongings under there, so I guess they take that away. But then Chanel decides to woman up and face the Red Devil, who she thinks is the Dean. And, uh, you know, face-to-face, that kind of thing. So Chanel calls out the Red Devil. You know, Dean, I'm here. Let's settle this. Once and for all, the Red Devil shows up. And, uh, you know, he's got the crossbow, shoots Chanel Oberlin in, it looks like the shoulder area. Yeah, yeah. she falls down (laughs) and the Red Devil approaches, you know, sets up the crossbow, gets ready to shoot again. But then, bam, in comes uh, Chief of Police Denise Hemphill with two of her police officers, I am about to say her best police officers, but not really, two of her police <laughs> officers, employees, and she goes into this large monologue of, well, I am Denise Hemphill, and I'm here to save the day, and only I could find it, because I'm good at sleuthing, and I am the police, the chief of police now, and I got you now, Red Devil, she even does a little twirl thing with her gun, but she couldn't really even do that right, she knows, like, you got a gun now, and she's like, of course, and as she's talking and saying all this stuff, the Red Devil shoots an arrow into one one of the police officer's head <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then she you know Denise you know is like oh no and she, you know she's like I shouldn't have I shouldn't have talked that much and she starts running after the red devil the red devil knocks over the mall's ginormous christmas tree and escapes much to the disappointment of Chanel Oberlin so let's pause right here and let's talk about the black friday shopping and that scene that is that how Black movie. Friday was for all of you this year? You've been getting chased by a red devil in the mall? I don't shop like that, so... I wish. I would have made it more eventful. Okay. <laughs> I got what I wanted for Black Friday, so no red devil there. Yeah. I'm an eBay guy, so if he showed up there, then I was screwed. <laughs> Cyber Monday. Yeah. I don't know how the red devil would uh, play with Cyber Monday, but... Uh, and it make life easier. All you got to do is show up to people's houses. So let's talk yeah. about the mall incident. What do we think? And Denise, of course, chief of police. When I, I want to talk about Chan- Denise. Oh, that was hilarious. She just went into that long, like, drawn out speech. And for some reason, I was like, somebody's going to die. And when he, when the cop died, and like, it's kind of jacked up that he died, but it was still hilarious. Cause I was like, really? Like she talked so long that somebody got killed. Like, you could have caught him in all this talking. Like, you did all this talking. So, yeah, that's that That was hilarious to me. I think they should have noticed the place was empty, obviously. Uh, that was pretty freaking dumb. Um, but, yeah, uh, when Chanel got shot, I was laughing my ass off as well. <laughs> I was waiting for something bad to happen to her, and that was awesome. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was my take. I, I just thought that was a funny scene. So, I'm out of that yeah. one. No, when Chanel got shot, it reminded me of um, Scary Movie 1. When... Dude, it's been forever since I saw Scary Movie 1. Like, Yeah, when the chick's like, she ends up like breaking her own bones and stuff like that. Oh, the killer's coming. And she like <laughs> breaks her knee and like drops. Oh, I'm so scared. You gonna, What are you going to do? And like, you know. Was that Regina to... Hall? Yes. No, 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 no. That was one of the, the chicks. I can't remember. She was big at one point and then fell off. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Well, whoever you were, thank you for reminding Prince of you. Yeah, yeah. 
No, that's what that scene kind of reminded me of because she was like still talking shit after being shot in the arm. Like, you know, chick, like this isn't a joke. But... Oh, yeah, I think I remember that scene now. Yeah. yeah. I don't like... remember who the hell it was, though, but yeah. Uh, we're thinking about you. It feels like Elizabeth Banks or some shit like that. All right. Oh, it might have been Shannon Elizabeth. That's it. That's it. Good job. American Pie Chick. Teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you're going to shoot me now. Oh, no, you're going to chop me up. Oh, you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I kind of got the vibe of that. But I just didn't understand how it's Black Friday shopping because you start at midnight. So you got in there. How there wasn't nobody there because then it starts to be more. She gets. So she, well, because they had bought already a lot yeah. of stuff because they had a lot of things. So it, that isn't exactly midnight. That's like well into the shopping. But how did everyone end up? But disappearing it's still day- is what that i'm curious about the daytime and duh people still shopping during the day even mm-hmm. more people yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah so that made no sense to me but i was like all right we'll go with this all right we'll see where this is going and then denise came and i was like oh, all right check you out denise and then she disappointed me with the long kanye she speech disappointed and I was like, you with the kanye speech Holy i shit. love the kanye speech and no, can kanye- we just give her props because denise hemphill got a significant pay like upgrade now that she's chief of police he's talking about how incompetent is the city that they just that first you fire all the cops and then you promote denise hemp hill to chief of police jesus was it number three looked at her and was like you got a gun like they gave you a gun i do love how the chief of police like the ex-chief of police super stupid but he's just kind of like maybe you shouldn't say that your ex-girlfriend died because we usually look for like the boy like if the boyfriend did it and he quickly shut the fuck up. he was like yeah no we we're gonna break up anyways like we that doesn't we're help your kids. and if Pete's like yo dude that doesn't help any better well who's <laughs> to say denise hemphill was not like the star of secure enforcement solutions maybe she was the best they actually had well that's the only because, one that I which is sad but still Dell died Duh. Well, Dell was handing down best buy like nobody was stealing tvs out of no best buy parking lot that is true but isn't she also still the house mother or did that stop once the, the school got canceled yeah, that might stop when the school I canceled because I don't even yeah. think they're really supposed to still be there. Yeah, I know, but they still are. Yeah, they've just chose not to leave. I'm like, I feel like in normal times, like an administrator would have already been through these buildings, like, yo, get the fuck out of here. But we're in Scream Queen land, so they're just going to live in this big ass mansion. Because why not? Right, right now. Which means, like, Chad's living in his all by himself because all the Dickie Dollar Scholars went home. <laughs> You know, throughout like this whole thing, I was just kind of like, why is Chanel staying and sticking up for everyone? Like, I like she honestly couldn't give a hoot about like any one of them before. And now she's like the Grinch. Like my heart grew three sizes that day. You all save yourselves. I'm going to hear stand here and like face off against the red devil. I was like, what the hell? But I, I, throughout all of it, I didn't suspect her like dying at all. I think you killed Wilson. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's so hilarious! Just every time I see her, the, the, the arrow, I could just imagine this. <laughs> it was hilarious. That <laughs> was funny. No, it was. Uh, and then the fact that she was still talking shit, but no, you know what else was funny? And the fact that she was still talking shit. Like at the time, was hilarious. Um, no, you know what else was funny when at previous before they went shopping, it didn't have they, any blood, did it? No. Mm-mm. 
Okay, I don't know if that's supposed to be suspicious or that's just, you know, the craziness of Scream Queen, Scream well, Queen's figured, world. I just figured she wears layers anyways, too. She's always got, like, fur on fur on fur. She's got, yeah. like, rabbit on mink on, like, chinchilla. She eats cotton balls. Pro- cotton balls probably soaked up all the blood. Yeah, right. that too. Um, no, I thought the funniest actually scene was, like, at the very first when, like, JJ's talking about how um, Gigi's head smelled good. Oh yeah, <laughs> the dean like, oh, was consulting. Total she was like, party. Yeah, she was like, and, and I really don't want to say this, but like, it smelled kind of good. And I was just like, yo, dude, only they they would sit there and be like, yo, that head smelled kind of good. We should have probably just ate it. She's gonna have like Gigi with some Oakland nachos. What the hell? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had that honey glaze and a whole lot of paprika. Pretty now, this is when they do kill people. By the way, I was so worried Denise was gonna die though. Because, like, we've been saying for a couple of, like, episodes that, that only four people are going to make it. And she twirled that gun. And I was just like, oh, oh I God, love it the twirl. so funny if she shot herself. But I don't want to see that happen because I want her for the ending. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I was like, yo, that'd be funny if she accidentally shot herself on the first day as the chief of police. I caught the Red Devil on the first day. Fantastic. Can we say she looked good in her... Like Andy Griffith show, you know, stereotypical police uniform. But she's she used to that. Makes everything look good. She's used to the police uniform from Reno, so she's. But no, she does look good in a uniform. Gotta give it to Nisi Nash. She got that girl. Got that. Maybe that's how they're gonna set it up. If there's a next season, maybe that's how they're setting it up. Like we were thinking, they were gonna move cities. Maybe they're just gonna move outside of there, and it's gonna be like a camp in the city area where she's still police chief, you know? And that's oh, how that would be amazing. She always shows up every time that they, they get a call for something. Right. Well, we already know that the police system there is very inept, regardless of, you know, with Denise, we already saw that before then. So it's that'll be interesting to see if they keep it within the same area. And we already know that the cops are horrible there. So, of course, you know, if they go off to summer camp and there's killings at the summer camp, it's going to take them. Well, they're not even going to figure out who it is. It's going to be someone that's at the camp that'll figure out who the killer is. Indeed. I loved Chanel number three's line because at one point they're like, you know, we need to figure out who the killer is. And she's like, haven't we been doing that all along? Right. <laughs> I, again, she's the voice of reason, but nobody wants to like listen to her. And she's so yeah. like histrionic that like you never know when she's actually like telling the truth or, or when she's just talking shit and you don't want to listen to her at all. I love Chanel number five, but she can be really... Yeah, no, she's getting kind of annoying now-ish. More so now that there's less people that you kind of really kind of see why Chanel's always, like, sniffing at her because I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I don't know if I'm right anymore because you, like, because you just think that I'm right. Oh, my God. Like, I don't remember what exactly that line was, but it made me crack the hell up. It's like, shut up. Don't agree with me. Yeah, that was good. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was like, she was like, you're making me second guess myself because you keep agreeing with me. Stop agreeing with me. Aw, Chanel. She was like, you stupid. Poor kid. Chanel. Poor, uh, what's her name? What's her real name? Libby Putney? Oh, yeah, Libby Putney. Poor Libby Putney. Yeah, so let's name move like in. that. Yeah, exactly. So let's move into uh, what happens after Black Friday. So all the Chanel's and uh, Grace and Zayde get together and they all basically have a meeting to decide that they need to protect each other 
from getting killed, and everyone agrees, or is sort of uh, agreeing, that Dean Munch is the killer, except for Zadie, of course. She's like, hell no. And Chanel has the idea to kill Dean Munch. Zadie, of course, disapproves, but Grace actually agrees with Chanel, and they decide uh, in unison that they have to poison Dean Munch. Thank you, Talking Pumpkinhead. <laughs> yes, that was good. So they decide to set up a meeting with the Dean at her house, and uh, the ruse of the meeting is that they are planning to launch like this new like feminist uh, organization on campus and through scrolling through dean's uh i guess that's supposed to be facebook feed they figure out that she loves apple cider so they create the special concoction of apple cider that includes blowfish venom in it and it's lethal enough to kill several people because only one drop is needed but they decide to empty the whole damn thing into the apple cider so as they're talking and chatting dean munch is drinking and every you know the the girls grace and chanel are like oh shit oh shit she's gonna die right now she's gonna die right now but now she continues on talking and she takes some more of the drink and then they're like oh shit oh shit she's gonna die she's gonna die she's gonna die but then she continues on talking and then she takes the final sip because she loves it it's so good she's like is this homemade and uh, it looks like she's something's about to happen. You know, maybe the, the poison, the venom is like finally seeping into her system and it's all being absorbed and she's finally going to keel over. But nope, it was just a burp. So they leave the Dean's place with uh, basically a new homework assignment that they have to write this, you know, term paper on feminism and whatnot. Baffled by how the Dean survived this, they have another idea. The Chanel's hatch a plan to use cryotherapy to freeze her to death in a cryo chamber. So they all head over to a spa with the Dean, because I guess that's what you do. And the Dean agrees to cryotherapy with them while she's in the chamber. Chanel sets it below zero for 20 minutes. They're like, you know, she's going to be a popsicle when the door opens. 20 minutes later, the door opens and Dean Munch, covered with icicles, is alive and says she's never felt better. <laughs> I, was ex- I was totally expecting someone else to come out. Like, someone super <laughs> young. <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, so later on, they have a new plan, and this is the third plan, that they are going to drown the Dean because of everything that Chanel number six says about Rasputin. So they decide we're going to drown her in the pool. That's how we're going to kill her. Did anyone else get like all cringy when she like rasps her nails on the table? I'm just like, ah, I'm expecting that damn sound. Oh, I hate it. So they come up with this plan where the girls get these new cell phones. And when it lights up pink or, or red, was it? It was red on the sides. Red. When it lights up red, uh, they're all going to meet at the pool, and they're going to get the job done. So, unfortunately, while having a fight, with, while Libby Putney has a fight with the sales clerk because she wants to go home with uh, size zero lingerie, but she's really a four, but she wants the tags changed, but the salesperson's not understanding, and then when she does understand, she's like, we can't do that, and she's like, well, why can't you do that? I want to be a size zero, but I'm really a size four, but I want to be a size zero. So if any of you understood that, 
congrats because that's basically what what was happening while I the phone did. was ringing. I, I was did. Like, I was like, okay, so she's saying, why can't well, you get it, chick? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? What does that mean? She basically she wants tag. to feel like a zero. She wants the size zero tag, but she, she's not a size zero. She wants when people look through like her underwear drawer to see that she's a size zero, zero and to think she's a size really zero. Four. But she's really, she's, yeah, she's a four. What is what the size zero? What does that mean? That's like their How small like. Did you, have, size. you were like really. That's like a kid's size, isn't it? No, no, that's no, model no, no. size. Yeah, like that's you, zero to two is model size. So like, yeah, like that explains why she's like, yeah. Pass. <laughs> oh, Libby Putney. So unfortunately, while Libby Putney's having her tirade at uh, Vicky's draws, they uh, missed the call, and so Chanel is there by herself with the dean, and uh, the dean is, is suspicious as to why a pool what's going on, this, that, or the other, and unfortunately, the plan ends up not happening. The, you know, she doesn't, the Dean doesn't get drowned, uh, Chanel doesn't even attempt to try to do anything, and uh, they, they don't kill the Dean this episode. Aww. So let's pause right here and let's talk about all of these plans to kill the Dean. I will say, they're, they're lampooning the shit out of Taylor Swift with the whole, like, millennial feminist thing, like, that she's been, like, all the shit that they were talking about is basically like what Taylor Swift's done and like why like people complaining about her. So I was like, damn, Ryan Murphy, you are coming for her. That is epic. She'll really? just shake it off. Shake it off. Also, <laughs> that cider looked good. Like I told like like if I had to be like murdered, it would probably be through poisoning with cider. Oh my gosh. It really did look good though. It was like like a thick like extra thick cidery like uh, just fantastic the color looked good it's i I was like i want some of that i was surprised the other girls weren't drinking theirs i was like that looked so fucking good i was surprised that they didn't do something stupid like poison one of the cups but they like they got it wrong and i was like crossing my fingers praying that it was that it was um grace's like please let her die please let her die no that would have been awesome that would have been epic i would have loved it now, Grace has to make it to the end uh, because she needs yeah. to find out who the other sibling is so that she can be shocked. She's yeah, Chanel, good. too. Like, this has been, like, uh, twice that she's been, that, that we think that she might, like, die in this episode. And she doesn't. Did you see that look in the Dean's eye at the very end of the, in the pool? Yeah, I thought she was going to be like, you know what, I'm about to drown your ass with those chains and she wants to sit there and lie to me. Which, by the way, that was a terrible lie. Usually she's better at that. Yes, bondage. Bondage at the pool. Fantastic. That's what all yeah. the kids are doing nowadays, uh, freshman year of college. That cryo freezer shit, I was just kind of like, though, is that That shit now sophomore year, so that's why she's like, we upped it a bit for our sophomore year. That, that, Water that bondage. Was... <laughs> we upped it for our sophomore year. You know, everybody's doing, um, what is it, Fifty Prin- Shades of Grey freshman year. Yep. Prince so is an so- expert in water bondage. I know all about it. You have to have a safe word or, you know, safe number of bubbles. Like, how many bubbles are going to blow up? I was like, how are you going to say safe word in the, like, inside when you're drowning? Number of bubbles. Number of bubbles. You got to be like, help, like, five times. Like, that's my. Oh, wow. That's my my stuff. Those are my safe bubbles. I really wonder if if in that beauty treatment, anyone actually went in after her. No, probably. Holy shit, like. Is is that really like I again? Is that really a beauty treatment? Because I like it is. what the fuck? It is. It is. They have um chrono like gems 
So like you're in a big ice box inside doing workouts. Holy fuck. No. Exactly. Yeah. yeah nah, do it's not that. For a while. And you didn't want to go outside to go out and start the car. Let alone be fucking around <laughs> working out and that shit. It is stupid. <laughs> I think like my my commercials were perfect because right <laughs> after that bio thing, like Krampus came on at the same time and I'm just like this is this is like a perfect Christmas murder if someone like just freezes to death. We yeah, kind of had it right. that with Roger, didn't we? When he died, or I mm-hmm. think yeah, a visceral. Yeah, he died of cold, yeah. but like, yeah. But the Dean is stronger than that. She's she's made of something. Mike Myers, you're right. She's made of Mike Myers. She's made of faith, uh, trust, and pixie dust, or what? Whatever that is. Uh, she's made of. Tibetan monk. That would exp- that 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 like she was she got monk powers and she learned she knows like kick ass fighting moves. She's gonna survive. Just from it. being a slut. Just from being a slut. <laughs> you see where being a slut can get you nowadays. You would know, wouldn't you? Oh, I no. would. Dun dun dun. Plot twist. I, I would. Oh gosh. Oh. I can't even with both of you. I cannot. I I'm your porn star's favorite porn star. Yes. That's what uh, Perkins used to say. Now let me stop. And then I woke up. Yes. <laughs> on that note, let's uh, continue on with everyone's favorite storyline of the episode. Um, Maybe I not. Thought- <laughs> I, was like, I thought we already discussed them. I'm like, wait. I yes, we- it's the only storyline left. So we have Grace and Pete. They're making out. You know, he's all excited. Uh, she's just as excited, but very cautious. And he's like, you know, let's do it. You know, she, she try, he tries to get her to have sex with him. But she's like, no, I'm not ready. I, I still need to keep my uh, precious pearl whole at the moment and chaste and... Uh, you know, because in horror movies, like you can't have sex because you die. Yeah. So she's she's the she's like that whole cabin in the woods, like the, like the virgin. She is the virgin, and we all know what happened to Sydney Bristow. Not not Sydney Bristow. That's alias Sydney Campbell. <laughs> she now does special effects for the show. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but she survived Wordsboro. I believe that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they try to have sex, but they don't. While all the other stuff is going on in the episode, we have a scene with Pete. And he's talking to somebody on the phone. And he's like, basically like, oh, I, you know, I can't believe I did that. You know, I can't do this stuff anymore. You need to leave me alone. And we can't do it. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada. So there's that. Another aspect of Pete in the episode, he teams up with Wes, or Wes actually asks him to team up, or they end up teaming up together to find out some more information on Gigi. And as I mentioned in uh, the synopsis, they end up finding out that Gigi was just an alias name. Uh, she's really a girl that's related to one of the four girls uh, from the bathtub incident, and her sister ended up committing suicide, which could have led... Uh, them uh, led her into uh, wanting her revenge on Kappa. And then at the end of the episode, Grace tells Pete, you know, she's finally ready to 
be deflowered by him. You know, take my honey pot, baby, is what she said, right? Something like that. Such gross yeah. wording. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Not sexy at all. She's like, sample this nectar, but Pete refuses, and he tells her, and I quote, I don't want your first time to be with a murderer. We missed the best part, the only part of Pete's that, like, that that I actually gave a shit about, where he's talking to Tad. Right? Oh, okay, oh gosh, because that was such a small, okay, well, let me... Let's rewind. Uh, there's a scene in the middle of the episode where Pete is uh, with Chad, and he's the only person there because all the Dick Dollar scholars have left, and they're reading Boone's will. And we end up finding out, and, and so does Chad, that Boone basically left everything to uh, Pete. And uh, they have this long conversation of like well why would you do that like you say you're not friends were you secret gay lovers you know what's going on secret friends secret this secret that and uh pete ends up confessing that boone is basically his mole his in the, yeah, his deep throat <laughs> uh, we don't know if it's literally speaking so but basically arguing. his deep throat in uh, the uh, greek fraternity world because uh, earlier about a year ago Pete tried to become a Dickie Dollar scholar but he didn't really know that much about golf and uh, he wasn't like all about the Dickie Dollar scholar life so he got turned away we saw nice little callbacks with some of our homies that have since passed away Caulfield Roger Dodger and Earl Gray I will say and, one thing mm -hmm. about like this like bit it kind of bothered me in this episode that people like flipped for no reason whatsoever and it didn't really follow their characters like Zeta was like no we shouldn't kill and at the very end she's like yeah we should grace get the fuck out and for this one like he, he's like no you should you shouldn't be like a, like a murderer grace i love you we should have sex and to we shouldn't have sex i'm gonna kill it like they didn't make sense I don't know, no, but I did. No, I, I did like the, the the reading of the will, and afterwards he's like, "Pick pick something, pistols, golf clubs, whatever." Like, we're gonna duel, which would have made Pete a fucking interesting character if we got to see the duel. But he decided not to. So after all of that, he, uh, well, I should say, Chad offers him to be a part of the Dickie Dollar Scholars. Uh, Pete was like, hell no. And Chad was like, well, you know, you can't, uh, you know, say no. You know, if you get invited, you have to be a Dickie Dollar Scholar. So we have to duel. And uh, as Pete leaves, he's like, you're, you're going to get murdered, Pete. You'll be murdered. I'm so we'll see that where that picks up. That, that yeah. Oh, gosh. One of the Red Devils, and that Chad takes him out. That's funny. You know why he's going to die? Because he didn't have a sick workout regimen, and his body's not a wonderland. <laughs> oh, my God. I died laughing with that part. You're not a John Mayer fan? You don't have a sick ab regimen. Your, your body is not a wonderland. Why would you apply for the Dickie Dollar Scholars when you've never played golf? Didn't he say he was trying to like do a story on the sororities and that was like supposed to be his? Yeah, but I think that probably was after he got denied. In my opinion, I think he really legitimately wanted to be a part of the Dickie Dollar Scholars for some reason. Because maybe Poppy's right, and he's the 
other twin, and that's why Boone had to go in there and do it himself. Well, there you so go. He couldn't get in because his body's not a Wonderland, not like interesting. Steak. No, that, that's interesting. I'm I'm glad that you're getting some proof to back up my theory. So let's Your talk theory. about. Doesn't mean it's my theory though. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, let's talk about Pete in general. This episode. Do you think they made him suspicious on purpose because he's not involved in anything? Obviously, he has to be involved somehow. Do you guys think that he was involved? all the time do you think they had to make him involved because we never have really seen all of the girls the chanel's together when uh, the red devil is around and so this was their way of getting all the chanel's together so it quote unquote proves that none of them are involved what do you think pete's involvement in this episode has to do with the story and has it always happened i told you since episode two since the, the mascot that Pete had to have some type of involvement with the Red Devil right. because... Yeah, Matt- for some reason, I read a lot of reviews online, and they were, like, shocked that he had a Red Devil costume. I'm like, did like, none of you pay attention during the two-hour premiere? Because we oh. clearly saw that, like, right. the first time we were introduced to Pete. Like, I just now, my interpretation on how he's involved is different. I feel as him and the female sister is sharing the suit. I think he might have been used by, by the Red Devils because otherwise he would have been a part of that whole Gigi, Boone, and whoever our theory holds for like the last Red Devil. I don't think he is the Red Devil. I think or, he was sleeping with the I think he was sleeping with the first the female Red Devil maybe. Maybe he was the one that turned on like the fryer by accident. Like he might like I I, I think that he killed someone by accident or something or like he blames himself for the death of mandy or something something like that well but maybe he got yeah ring. maybe he got the first sorority girl and then the twins caught on and now they made him his bond mm-hmm. maybe he did the spray tan and stuff exactly and that's why he I has did. and that's why he has the costume and then he feels guilty for the first murder but then the other two caught on and made him a pawn accessory for their murder. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, something of note that was mentioned in the episode, which Priscilla just brought up, is that uh, someone had to have turned on the fryer. And I think we all have sort of forgotten about that because we automatically just are like, Chanel did it. But well, if no, Chanel's saying Chanel that said, she hadn't... Chanel's like, I didn't turn on the fryer, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so it could be that someone that is the red devil like the last remaining red devil or one of the other red devils might have uh, turned it on and led to miss bean's death because they listed everyone's death which was fantastic i was like damn a whole lot of people have fucking died mm-hmm. right. chad's losing friends <laughs> like yo she, she like listed the important ones and she's like yeah and the rest of chad's loser friends i honestly <laughs> think though that 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 doesn't mean that Chanel number five isn't like the killer or like that, that doesn't rule out the Chanel. No, I think she's the one that was sleeping with that. That was that got Pete on wraps and he was like, you should be, you should get out of here yourself. Cause you know, like I said, I feel like realistically she hasn't really proven anything. Yeah, oh, I loved when Denise oh, was know. like, I know it's you, Zayday Williams. Williams. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it kills me every time. 
she wasn't there, she might be right. She might be onto something. Oh mm. gosh, please do not give uh, Denise delusions <laughs> of grandeur. If she turned out to be right, and the whole all, time that would be hilarious. Fuck. They pull off the mask like Scooby Doo. Zayday's grandma. <laughs> Some weird <laughs> shit like that. Oh my god. I think Zayday, doing it. I'm trying to think if this is now. If they would have anyone where it was a Scooby Doo moment and they pulled the mask off, I think it's going to be the Dean. Okay, can I breast everybody? But I think she's been in the room with everybody, so we it can't be someone that we know playing the Dean per se. And I also saw rumors online that a lot of people think that maybe Gigi is still alive. That it's a fake head. A lot of people are like, it was too gray of a head. I mean, I don't know what a cooked good. head would look like. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. A head with um, no blood, it's going to become paler. I, I don't know if people realize that. With okay, no that's, blood. see, the internet uh, with their theories are never right. But or not I can't always right. you guys right now that a lot of our theories are kind of wrong, but kind of not wrong. Um, I was, I, I did, Kiki Palmer did admit that the killer is someone that's obvious like it, it's it, it was meant to be obvious damn it Kiki, why so are you it's like someone in our face so it's like someone in our face like it's yeah weird. i read somewhere as well there's a quote from ryan murphy that said that the killer you'd be able to tell who the killer was in the first episode yeah I'm like worried. it wasn't one of those that's not one of those like we're, we're making it harder for ourselves than what it really is type thing yeah it hasn't been as easy as the Ten Commandments killer, though. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. not at all. Huh. That, that, that puts a new spin on things, but uh, I don't worse. know whether you can trust Ryan Murphy, like, to tell... But, to tell oh, Ryan Murphy said it and Kiki Bomber said it at two different events. I would trust really. Kiki more. Yeah, I would trust and I trust Kiki. And I trust Kiki, so when Kiki said that it was, like, someone obvious, like, the killer's an obvious killer, I was like, word, I believe her. So who is it? Hmm. Who do I? So I'm. I think when we answer, we should just go off our gut reactions, not no far fetched theories. Just our gut, like from the moment we watched the show, who we thought the killer was. <laughs> huh. that's a good idea. Because that's the thing. Because we we always like to analyze what the clues we get and everything, and we like to make a bigger theory of what it is. Plus, we all watch different shows that like make you not trust the initial reaction. But if two people are saying that it's right in front of us, I think we need to just go with our gut. We need to look right in front. So before we uh, make our final choices, if we can even believe it, any final thoughts on the episode as a whole? Anything that we've missed that anyone wants to comment on? Um, no. no, it was all, overall, it was an alright episode, you know? wasn't like a one like any other one but it, you know it did its job okay so let's get our campus superlatives on right now so this is the final time that we're doing this this season if anybody can believe that this is our penultimate episode here so for the last time for the very last time and i'm gonna make notes because no. we'll see if people have bragging rights next episode. So for the very last time this season, who do you think the final killer is? Or if you believe there's more, the final killers are. And uh, 
as Ryan Murphy has said, about four people are going to survive. So around four, if you want to do th between, let, let's say, three to five people, who do you think is going to survive until the very end that will be eligible and will make sense to be in a potential second season, which is rumored to be a summer camp-inspired season? So once again, who do you think the final, I mean, who do you think, yeah, the final killers are, and who do you think will survive past the end credits. Okay, since he we said will... he was going to burst my bubble, I want to hear Prince's first. Well, no, I want to save him last, because yeah. if he's going to be bubble bursting. Well, no, I the bubble bursting. It was obvious that's obvious, because she says it's Candle Girl. That's out of the question. Oh, okay, that's what you're going to bubble burst? Oh, okay. Yeah, bubble burst. Oh, okay. Well, who so, wants to go first? Any volunteers? I'll, I'll go. I'll volunteer as tribute. Okay, you can be <laughs> our virgin sacrifice. Well, Thanks, not Captain. really virgin, but our unvirgin sacrifice. Yes, go ahead, Prince. Um, survivors. I'm gonna go with Grace. Sadly, um, Pete. Sadly, um, Zayday. Are we putting adults in this one, or are we not? It's up to you. Uh, if you want to split it up, you could say who will continue on into a next season and who, you know, ends up surviving anyway. So, for, yeah. Because there's no way they're going to kill off everybody except for four people, you know. True. I want to say that the survivors are those three and wishful thinking Chanel number three. Um, and I think Nisi Nash might come back. Uh, my killer, I'm gonna go with Chanel Oberlin. Oberlin? Chanel Chanel. Yes. If I'm gonna go with my gut reaction, I'm gonna go with Chanel. Because initially this all started, the first deaths all started around her. And I'm gonna say because she wants to be like this world famous news forecaster, if she survived this, it would have been the best story and the easiest way for her to get a lead into this career. See, I do have one other thing to like back that up, even though I don't think it's like the, the, like my. And theory, I also but... think when she, called, when she called her mom, I think she was lying. I think she called Pete. Wouldn't it be weird if the Radwells had been there longer, but they haven't? They've never heard of the Oberlins. Absolutely. That struck me as weird. Like she keeps talking about how rich her family is. He says he's always talking about how uber super duper rich her family is, but yet his parents never heard of them. Here I am helping his mm. theory. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And it kind of convinces but me, but I'm oh. gonna go with yeah. I'm gonna go with Chanel. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Priscilla, do you want to go next? Sure. Okay. So I'm going with Chanel number five still, just because she looks really spastic, and we've talked about it before that if, if someone comes out like in a lot of the murders but doesn't die, it looks suspicious. And she's come out in, like, the most murders possible. Like, she's been attempted to be killed. Like, Roger and Dodger, like, have died in front of her. Like, I don't know. And she knows the the campus, like, the house more than anyone else has. And it would make sense if, like, Predatory Les was like, I knew it was you. It has to be someone that Predatory Les knew. So, I don't know. My, See, now you just now you put go, a hole in my theory thing. If we have to go with gut reaction with who, who we thought, like, the killer was, it's Chanel number five. If we get to go for, like, crazy analytical, candle, candle logger. 
Um, and f- as for people who survive, um, I'm not changing who they are. It's Gray, wah, wah. Um, Zede, Chad, and Chanel. With hopefully fingers crossed. Oberlin. Yeah, Chanel. When when I say Chanel, I mean like the the OG Chanel. Oberlin. Okay. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, you were gonna say and hopefully. Uh, and hopefully Denise Hemphill. I hope that she she comes out like, I don't know. Every time they call the cops in the next season, like Denise Hemphill pops up out of nowhere, like. Yeah. Or or she's the camp counselor, something weird like that. I hope she makes it. Or the okay. local. Oh, or she could be the. She's still working for the police, and the camp could be in the same town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the woods someplace, so it's in her jurisdiction. Exactly. And she, since she's guest, it wouldn't be like someone is coming back, per se. Exactly, yeah, because she's not a series regular. Maybe they might make her a series regular. Who knows? If she survives. All right, Wilson, your thoughts. All right, I'm going to go with who survives first. I was thinking, Denise for the reason I stated earlier that you guys just defeated. I'm going to say Dean Munch is going to make it simply because, you know, she wasn't coming back in the first place. She was only going to do one season. So I don't think she's going to die. Like, she just, she, she's just not going out like that. Um, Zayday and Grace. And I think that there might be one other person, but I don't quite know who... Somebody else is going to slide in there, but I think those are the main survivors. Maybe Chad may survive. And then um, as far as the killer, like all these clues are kind of throwing me off, but it's, it's supposed to be someone that predatory lens could identify and it's someone that we've known from the beginning. So I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I really want to keep saying that Grace is the killer because I don't like Grace and I want her to be something, but uh, I know that's not right, so don't don't laugh. But I don't know. I really can't. I really can't put my finger on it yet. Maybe, maybe, maybe Chanel number five. Yeah, maybe it's Chanel number five. She's it kind of it might maybe fit her personality a little bit better. So I'll say Chanel number five for today since you're taking notes, Bobby. Okay, so my turn. Let's go with Survivors first. And pretty much my list has stayed the same for the most part, I think. So obviously, Grace, no matter what, she's going to survive. She's the final, one of the final girls, as actually the final episode is going to be called. Zayday, of course. Chanel Oberlin and Hester. And I'm going to add in Denise Hemphill for good measure because I just can't see this show continuing on without her homegirl, Denise. The killer. I'm going to stick with Pete. And even if he is not the final killer, obviously he's mixed in somehow. So his name is attached anyway. Oh, that doesn't and, count. You can't say it like that. You have to say who the, who like the red no, devil is. I'm not done. Okay. And... Uh, Chanel number five. Yes. Yeah. So Pete and Chanel number five. I still feel like Pete could be the sister for some reason. I mean, they haven't had sex yet, so she's never seen what he's got. But he did make an initiative, so it 
trying to take it away from it. But well, like, I don't know. I, I still find him ridiculously suspicious. And the fact that Boone... Wouldn't you think Boone would leave family, like a lot of his stuff? So there's that, too. I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. Well, yeah, but if he left it to the sister, then that would make, you know... If he ever blew his spot, that would be the clear. That would, if you leave it to like the middleman, it's a little. It's Boone saying, "Have you talked to Zayde? He would be one of the ones who have been able to talk to Zayde." Yeah, but that, I've that, actually seen him with Zayde. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He follows Zayde's Twitter feed. Yeah, and he—he's the one. He talked to Zayde, and they ha- no, that was New Tempo, where they had the whole like tandem. He's always following Grace around. And Grace is always with Zayde. Yeah, but never the three of them together. So you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird. Like Zayde's like definitely the friend that doesn't talk a lot. You know, props to you, Zayde. Respect. She's like, I ain't third wheeling it. You go get it. But I'm like, I he's can see the shit. Shana- I can't say. <laughs> well. I'm just saying, I can't say I can see the Chanel Five though because she's like a slut, and then you know maybe like she slept with Pete too, and like you know she did get a bunch of Howard. Yeah. Remember, she has she she has teeth down there. She does allegedly. I don't know. I hope that one of us is right. I hope, even I if hope it isn't with are. our final. Well, that would be funny. Even if it's with, uh, even if it's not with our final. Um, sort of guesses because we've all sort of changed our guesses at one point this season i know that some of us have been sort of like stuck on like some people but earlier in the season we also had we had like different guesses you know what i'm saying so it'd be interesting if at least some point this season we actually said who the killer was even if it's no one that we mentioned right now like i will literally have my jaw on the floor if it's like candle vlogger for some reason Oh my god. I think that would be spectacular. Or Grace. Because Grace has been like built up as like, you know, the girl that survives, the you know, the Lori Strode, the you know, Sydney uh now I can't remember. Sydney Campbell, there you go. From Scream. Like she's been built up as like the girl. And it'd be funny if she's not the girl. Well, Maybe Cindy Campbell actually never killed Emma Stone last season, and that's why she went back to college and became Chanel. Okay, yes, that's exactly what happened. Instead of being Scream, she decided to switch it up and be a Red Devil. There you go. Yeah, bam. Mic drop. (laughs) So it's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Scream Queens. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash PCR Are You Afraid? And uh, honestly, because we're at the end of things, the only thing that I have is ratings for the week. Ratings for this uh, latest installment of Scream Queens. Uh, it was viewed by 2.4 million total viewers, 0.9 in the key demographic. It ticked up a tenth. Ooh. Yes. That's good. That that means it might actually be renewed. Yes, which is exciting for all of us. So join us next time for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Scream Queens? Visit poppychuloradio.com slash archives to download this episode and many more. Registered users will gain access to our archives of previously aired broadcasts. Please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash PCR Are You Afraid? You can also like 
Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. You can email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Co-host, can you please wish the listeners a good night? Good night, guys. Good night. And I'm actually the Red Devil Killer. <gasps> no, as all of us die. Plot twist. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid? Scream Queens. Good night, everyone.